This is Dr. Dave, and in this podcast, we're going to talk about treating the symptoms or treating the disease. One of the first lessons I learned in medical school was to treat the disease rather than just the symptoms. The first time I saw a patient with abdominal pain, I wanted to write an order in the chart to prescribe pain medications and make the pain go away. It made sense to my inexperienced mind. I thought I'd help the patient if I made him feel better. I was wrong. When a patient presents to the emergency room with abdominal pain, the most important thing to do is discover what is causing the pain. Pain is an important symptom, and the location and character of the pain helps make the diagnosis. There are many different patterns of abdominal pain, and each one is associated with a different disease. You don't have to examine many patients before you figure out that the type of pain often gives you the diagnosis. Once you know the diagnosis, you know the proper treatment. Frequently, the diagnosis isn't clear, and the patient must be periodically re-examined to figure out what's happening. You place the patient under observation and watch how the character of the pain changes over time. The worst thing you could do is give the patient an injection of strong narcotic and totally relieve his pain. You would no longer be able to tell if he was getting better or worse. You would have masked the disease by treating the symptoms rather than treating the disease itself. Usually it doesn't take a long time to establish the diagnosis and then judicious use of pain medication is reasonable and safe. But until you have the diagnosis, you better think twice about prescribing pain medication. When you treat the disease, the patient usually survives. If you treat only the symptoms, the patient frequently becomes worse and may even die. Only a fool would treat the symptoms and ignore the disease. Healing the human heart and spirit is no different than healing the physical body. You must treat the disease rather than just the symptoms. Unfortunately, people who deal in matters of the heart and spirit often fall into the trap of treating the symptoms rather than the disease. Sin is a good example of this trap. Sin is a symptom and not the disease. Sin is a very slippery stone and getting a handle on it is difficult. It's easier to talk about than it is to deal with. Two of the biggest problems with sin center on the fact that some people deny it exists and others treat it like it's the disease rather than the symptom of a disease. You live in a moral universe that takes a position on the choices you make. When you break the laws governing the moral universe, you commit sin. You would have to be blind, deaf, and stupid to not figure out that sin exists, that it is out of control, and that it is destroying the lives of millions of people. Some people want to tell you that there is no such thing as sin. This is as intelligent as saying that you don't have heart disease when you have crushing chest pain, you are short of breath, there are beads of sweat on your forehead, and your EKG is seriously abnormal. It doesn't matter how much you protest, you're still having a heart attack, and if you don't do anything about it, you will probably die. One of the most common contributing causes of death during heart attacks is people sitting around saying that they don't have a problem with their heart while they're in the middle of a heart attack. Denial kills thousands of people each year. 
I personally know people who have died of heart attacks who were in denial up to the moment of their death. If you don't think there's sin in the world, you need to wake up and face reality. More than 50% of marriages end in divorce. One out of eight people who drink alcohol become an alcoholic. Drug addiction destroys millions of lives annually. Violence is one of the main themes vividly portrayed on television and in the movies, and they call it entertainment. Pornographic websites abound on the Internet. You have to establish a firewall on your computer to stem the tide of unsolicited pornographic material that fills your computer mailbox with toxic waste. Only a lawyer or an insane person would be foolish enough to argue that there is no sin in the world. People who don't believe sin exists are living in fantasy land. The second trap is treating sin as a disease rather than as a symptom of the disease. This is the recipe for frustration and failure. The people who believe this will attack the mountain of sin that forms the landscape of their life. They try every trick in the book to stop sinning, but without success. They believe that if they can just get rid of the sin, they'll be okay. But no matter how hard they try to clean up their life, they always fail. They're trying to cure the disease by making the symptoms go away. And they're doing things backwards, and it will not work. Even if they clean up their life and commit fewer sins, they are only suppressing the symptoms of an underlying fatal affliction. What they're doing is dangerous, and it will not solve their problem. Sin is a symptom of an underlying problem, and sin will not go away until you solve the problem that causes it. Attacking the symptom will not help. If you want to break free from the chains of sin, you must take the cure. The only cure is to be born spiritually and have a relationship with God that is based on love. When that happens, God gives you a new mind and a new heart. He gives you a new way of thinking and living, and you look at the world in an entirely new way. When God gave the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai, the two most important commandments focused on love. Jesus reminded everyone about these two great commandments when he said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your strength, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. When you love God with everything that is in you, you no longer have a problem with sin. When you love your neighbor as yourself, you've taken the cure and sin no longer dominates your life. These two commandments tell in a nutshell how to have a personal relationship with God that eliminates the symptom of sin. You must love God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your strength. Your intellect, your emotions, and your will must be fully committed to loving Him. When you max out on God's love, sin no longer controls your life. Sin is like a barometer that tells you the status of your relationship with God. When your relationship is alive and well, sin rarely is a problem. When your relationship is faltering and sick, sin pokes up its ugly head and you start to sink in a sea of iniquity. Nevertheless, the problem isn't the sin. The problem is that your relationship with God isn't what it should be. You don't love God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your strength. Sin cannot survive in a heart full of God's love. When His love comes in the front door, sin heads for the emergency exit. When your relationship with God is strong, 
The power of God's love rolls through your life and gives you the strength to live as one of his children without being burdened by the backpack of sin. If you're lost in a maze of sin, the only way to escape is to open your heart to God's love. God's love is the most powerful force in the universe, and it will blow the maze of sin to smithereens when your heart is full of his love. Don't just treat the symptoms. Let God's love cure the disease. Your life will never be the same. Now I want to give you an affirmation that will help you deal with this thing called sin. Jesus said that I should love God with all my heart, all my mind, and all my strength. When I love God with everything that is in me, I no longer have a problem with sin. I have taken the cure, and sin no longer controls my life. If I'm lost in a maze of sin, the only escape is to open my heart to God's love. God's love is still the most powerful force in the universe, and it will blow the maze of sin to smithereens when my intellect, emotions, and will are all aligned with his love. I will max out on God's love.